When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Notebook, a guide to art, culture and tourism in Tokyo. My name is Stuart Monroe and around this time each Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I'll bring news and views from Japan. On today's episode, we flick through the screenplays of Akira Kurosawa, but first, the moon. Both Japan and the United States signed an agreement Friday to send a Japanese astronaut to Gateway, a lunar orbiting space station to be built by NASA. Gateway is part of NASA's Artemis program, a multilateral project to return humans to the moon by 2024, although that date's more likely to be 2025 at the earliest. The two countries agreed that JAXA, Japan's space agency, will supply batteries and unmanned aircraft, while Japan also aims to become the second country after the United States to land a person on the moon's surface. Closer to home, and the Japanese documentary filmmaker Toru Kubota returned to Japan last Friday after being released from Myanmar prison the previous day. Kubota was arrested on July 30th at a protest in Myanmar's Yangon and sentenced to a total of 10 years for sedition and violating immigration and other laws last month. The 26-year-old was among four foreigners granted amnesty along with 5,774 local prisoners. Others pardoned included the Australian Sean Turnell, former economic advisor for the deposed leader Aung San Suu Kyi, and the former British envoy Vicky Bowman. Myanmar has been ruled by the military since February 2021, when it toppled the democratically elected government. However, despite his harrowing ordeal, Gupta appears undeterred, and given the opportunity, hopes to revisit the country. Filmmaker Kiro Kurosawa created a string of classic films, supported by any number of master screenwriters, but he also grew up writing from a very young age, influenced by everyone from Dostoevsky to Shakespeare and the novelist Shugoro Yamamoto. Now an exhibition at the National Film Archive of Japan focuses heavily on unearthing the written background to productions such as Seven Samurai, examining their progression from page to screen through artifacts and historical record, alongside scripts he'd written for other directors, and rediscovered unscreened screenplays, revealing the secrets of Kurosawa the screenwriter. And of all the films to appear, one is noticeably absent. Dordeskiden from 1970, adapted from the novel A City Without Seasons by Shugoro Yamamoto, following a group of people barely scraping by. But as desperate as each of them are, each finds a reason to carry on. It was a theme not lost on their director, The film's initial reception was both a commercial and critical failure, however its reception overseas was a very different story, earning him an Academy Award nomination for Best Foreign Film in 1972. One artifact that is on display outlines the route through Siberia taken by two characters who tell the story of Kurosawa's next film, which in 1975 also marks the beginning of a new chapter for the director. The film Dursu Uzala began life in the pages of In the Wilds of Usuriland, published in 1928. 
Kurosawa discovered a Japanese version during the war and had the idea to set it on the island of Hokkaido. When the Soviet production studio Moss Film invited Kurosawa in 1973 to make a film of his choice in Russia, that idea resurfaced. The film starts where the book ends, in 1910 at the edge of woods, where years earlier a Russian explorer had buried Dursu, his guide and companion. To his dismay, he realises the expanding village had swallowed up the grove of cedars used to mark the grave site, and with trees cut down and the grave levelled, there's no sign or mark left to record his friend, except for his own memory. As the film critic Olga Solovieva points out, Dursu Zalu is the only film Kurosawa shot outside of Japan, and it's not without its significance that he chose a topic commemorating the lost and forgotten for this international production, themes that dominated most, if not every, screenplay he'd been involved with. Today, the film marks Kurosawa's repeated attempt at making films that welcome Japan into the global community, to be an integral part of a global cinematic culture. Akira Kurosawa, screenwriter, at the National Film Archives of Japan in Kyobashi continues until November the 27th. That's all for now. I'll be back for this week's second instalment on Wednesday, November the 23rd. And if you enjoyed this episode, you might consider rating us on Apple Podcasts or even think about spreading the word online. Until then, thanks for listening. This continues to be Notebook. Notebook.